0: Hey everyone, my name is Chris. Welcome to Chris Talks where I talk to people who inspire me and I feel would inspire others. So this week I'm talking to Andrew about him going to photography school, working with Triple M, figuring out his editing style and being a freelancer. But before we get into it, don't forget to subscribe or follow my podcast. If you enjoyed last week's episode, post it on Instagram and tag me. the the instagram page is actually chris double underscore talks feedback is really really appreciated guys enjoy all right so let's just talk about like you being a photographer and figuring out like your editing styles um well hold on let's just introduce yourself (laughs) first (laughs)
1: Uh my name is Andrew Middleton. Um I'm a freelance photographer out of uh, Bronx, New York. Uh born in Queens but uh raised in the Bronx and uh yeah, I'm just, just a photographer, man.
0: Alright. So tell us a little
1: bit about like photography school, how how that worked out. <laughs> um, after high school, like, um, you know, like our our school I used to go to um Bronx High School on Bathgate and Our school was, like, really big on going to college and, you know, trying to make sure that every kid goes to college. But when I was looking at different colleges, a lot of the colleges that I've seen, especially in the New York area, didn't really specialize too too, um, heavily in the arts. Everything was more about, you know, finance. And, you know, if it was arts, it was, like, you know, like actual painting and everything like that. Yeah. And um, for the most part, I wanted to find something that, get into an outlet where I can be creative and but make, you know, a substantial amount of money. So um, I got into, I was looking up, you know, different photography programs in different um, locations, like different colleges, like BMCC. Mm-hmm. Um, also the New York Film Academy I was looking at. And um, also uh, I was looking at different things inside of, like, uh like Fordham. And most of them like were still, was more heavy on, the academic side and I felt that I didn't want to get into something to where it felt like I was paying tuition just to do math science, social studies, all things that I felt was kinda of boring. Yeah. So and photography was like a an elective course and I felt like I wanted something that was just mainly on photography. So I decided to go to um or attend um the New York Institute of Photography. Mm-hmm. Um which, you know, has been around for almost a hundred years. So it's a it's pretty it's pretty respected as far as the um you know in the photography circles and i did that a year after graduating high school and i've i've been i've been um attending that school for about th- i attended that school for about three years and uh graduated um uh, pretty well you know I, it was a lot of things i was doing where i was like slacking because it was a school based in you know you they send you the work and you complete it and then you send mm-hmm. it back and a lot of times i was slacking because it had a very lax schedule as far as, oh, it'd take like a month for you to, to do a, um, a project and then you could send it. But I did graduate on time and that was basically how, you know, that was my initial education into photography besides looking on YouTube and, you and know. Everything, like that. everything yeah. like that. yeah.
0: That's funny because, like, I think I did the same thing. I went to that website and, like, I started doing some of their things and then, well, I, I dropped out because I was just like, I want to learn more, but I'm paying for it. So, I was just like, I want more out of it. So, I started learning from, like, YouTube and everything like that. Right. So, that's really weird. That's really funny, though. That's really funny. Yeah.
1: Because, you know, believe it or not, people, people like, sleep on YouTube. People really take YouTube for granted. You know, you could find damn near any, um, you know, uh, any problem that you're having. You could, you know, there's always somebody on YouTube that's willing to help you. And, you know, you could also, also um, you know, if. If, um, if you're watching a video, let's say you still may not understand something, you can always, you know, message people and people would, you know, help out. Even people in the comments could help out. So, you know, that's one thing I did appreciate about going on YouTube was how open and how uh, accepting the photography community is and how, you know, they're willing to help you. Yeah. So I appreciate that. So, like, how did you figure out, like, your editing style or, like, your shooting style? um uh, my my shooting style i i always was an admirer of um i i used to follow... well i still follow her um um this photographer out of um new york she's from the new york new jersey area named um shauna her her i g handle is so shana and she's like i believe she's the uh the uh, owner of this very popular um instagram uh channel or instagram page called uh, moody grams yeah and um her um, I was also following, uh, Manny Ortiz,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, photographer out of Chicago, which, um, he takes beautiful photos. And I noticed that a lot of his shots were more, uh, very intimate. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, he's, he specializes in portraits and I believe also, uh, Shauna specializes in portraits too, but she has a very, like, you know, you, you know, she's the owner of the site, which it makes sense, but m- very moody, very dark very Mm -hmm. like atmospheric and I always wanted to get like take photos like that but I just never knew the proper you know settings and the proper light you know lightroom presets to do it but after time and effort of you know finding the right you know style and everything I I felt like I've, I've developed my own style now and um who else have I um who else oh yeah um Gavin Hoy. Or Hoey from um, Adorama TV on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I follow. I was watching his work. I, I got a lot of my um, in my a lot of my style from him as well, and um, also Jared Poland mm-hmm. as far as portraits. Trying to you know make sure that my portraits. He was very um, passionate on making sure your portraits have to be absolutely sharp, and I tried my best to emulate his style to try to you know make sure that my pictures in general, but definitely my portraits. I want them to be as one as possible, Yeah. so you know that's that's basically who I follow, and also people like yourself, you mm-hmm. know, people um, like uh, uh, other channel, other um, pages that you know I follow that I people that I personally know that yeah. you know people that that just take good photos. I always try to look what they do and try to you know I'm not a, I'm not a ashamed of asking questions or I'm not ashamed mm-hmm. of giving other people credit for what, what I learned or anything so yeah. you know
0: that's like,
1: about it.
0: no nah, that's really good i really like that
1: um uh,
0: i mean i don't i want to talk a little more about that because it's just like well we we've spoken about this and like you sent me uh, a preset before that you bought mm-hmm. like what
1: did, did you learn anything from like buying the preset or anything i i did learn that when when it comes to presets you know well i i've you know, watching YouTube videos, people always say as soon as when you buy a preset, a preset doesn't work a hundred percent of the time for every photo. You still have to make tweaks and mm-hmm. you know adjustments to it. And uh, I did notice that when I did buy presets, and I noticed that there was a lot of common, a lot of common um, factors that every preset would have. And I noticed, okay, if I could take these common factors that almost every preset, no matter w- like no matter where you get it from and I implement it from my own stuff, I could make uh better quality images like i like I recently purchased um, the the moody Graham's um, uh, preset pack mm-hmm. and I noticed that all the uh, presets you know was very heavy on shadows and I think that was one thing I was lacking was trying to convey my images with better shadowing so it so things look more like you know emotive and more emotional and more mm-hmm. like deep i guess so i noticed that you know messing with those um you know my darks and my lights and my shadows that's what i guess um i guess in my opinion it felt like my photos have gotten a lot better so i think that's the benefit of preset you get to kind of see where the initial where the person created what the person created and also how the preset could lead to what your style could eventually become. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's basically it. Is
0: there, like, a specific
1: theme for your Instagram? Because I feel like what
0: you do... Well, from what I was, like, when I was looking at it again, mm. is, like, you have, like, either two sets or three sets of, like, a specific photo, and then you change it again. Yeah. Like, what's
1: the, the idea behind that? Um, I always like having things that... I have always believe in symmetry, as, as far as, you know, in everything. So... I try to um, do things in like, let's say if if a set, maybe if I did maybe a shoot in, um, I I don't know, in uh, Soho or something, I try to maybe take the best three shots that I've took that day and try to add the same tone or the same, you know, uh, I guess settings to each photo. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, within that, those three sets of photos, it could tell a story, or um, you know, basically how it, it it it's hard because you know sometimes when I do edit things and I post it, post them up there, a lot of people feel that it's the same exact photo three different times. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, but I, I believe it's not. You know, like like when I take photos, I try to I always try to tell a story when I take a photo, no matter yeah. what I do. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, I feel that the three photo thing or the three photo set thing, I guess it, I I try to make it as, um, I try to make it as clear as possible what I'm trying to convey. Yeah. And that, that's pretty much it. And usually, I usually go within maybe every six, I'll do a color, then every, another set, it'll be black and white, and then another is color. So, mm-hmm. And then that's about it. I try to maintain that, um, that's, that uh, level of symmetry.
0: Okay. Um, uh... Your transition from like photographer to videographer,
1: uh, it was it was kind of <laughs> yeah. like it was kind of like I I had kind of had no choice because um this uh this event group that I'm part of uh TM three um we uh, at the time my um my uh my boss Mickey and um our DJ Mo. He, well, we decided to start a um a a interview show, you know, for upcoming artists, upcoming musical art um rappers, R&B, um whatever. And at the time, you know, we we needed a videographer, and you know they were always telling me, "Yo, oh, man, can you record for us? Can you record for us?" and <laughs> You know i used to always tell him like uh i'm more of a that's, photography is more of my is more of my specialty i don't really know too well how to edit you know what i'm saying edit videos and i didn't want to make a promise that i couldn't keep so what i said told them was you know give me a week and i'll practice editing and learn my settings my video settings my rendering settings all this stuff and then i'll get back to you mm-hmm. and i stuck to my word i've You know, looked on YouTube, I asked people questions, and, you know, my first program I actually downloaded was Sony Vegas, you know, because it was, it's a very easy program is what what people was telling me, and, you know, it was, it was like that, man, and then we recorded our first episode, and um, it's been like that ever since, as far as recording um, video. I haven't recorded a music video yet, but, you know, maybe down the line, that's something I'll get into. Mm hmm I definitely want to get better. I don't want to start different projects and not finish them or not give people a top quality, you know, product,
0: you know. Like, uh, I'm actually, I plan on doing, like, a video for someone. And I was, like, I just want to get my, like, I know how to do videos, but I don't know how to do music videos. Okay. So, like, I want to get, like, my foot into the door. And, like, there's this one person who does music videos like around my neighborhood Mm -hmm. and I just hate his videos and I'm gonna sound like a complete hater but it's like have you ever seen like the letterbox effects uh yeah 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 so like when he does his videos his letterbox effects cut the people's head off Mm -hmm. and I'm just like this looks so terrible why are you guys like promoting this and I'm just I just don't (laughs) understand like it's just stuff (laughs) like that that's why like I want to do music videos just to get like used to like doing them Mm -hmm. but like I, like when i saw that i was just like this is so terrible and like i want to give him advice but i don't want to come off like confident or too cocky about it and be like oh you're doing this wrong like i just want to be like hey maybe if you don't do this or like if you record this format and change your ratios and things like that maybe maybe that's something that are you do you know him personally no like i mean i know him like uh i grew because he grew up around here also yeah so like i know him like that okay but
1: i don't really like know him know him because oh, you know if as long as you i guess you you um if you you know either if you see him out in the street or if you see you and you talk to him on social media i guess it's as long as you come off you know like um that you're trying to be genuine and just give him advice i don't think if if he can't take constructive criticism you know that's something that comes with the territory of, of any type of art you know you have to mm-hmm. take some type of criticism or take some type of advice from people especially if if you're actually going out your way to really make sure that his craft is good, he should take that into consideration. So, yeah. you know, whoever it is, you know, just, just let him know, like, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't want him out here looking, looking crazy, because that's <laughs> that's bad, man, that's, mm-hmm. that's bad. He's putting out, like, lackluster material for people that's probably paying for that, you know? Yeah. But, you know.
0: Like, uh, how do you feel working with, like, artists? I mean, you've done a couple of, like, small videos. hmm how do you feel about working like with these artists
1: um as far as like you know because the most I've I've possibly that I've, I guess I did that was kind of a a music video in a sense even though it wasn't really a, you know wasn't no actual music it was just more of a freestyle thing was a uh, it was a, a series that um, TM3 um, did. It was called uh, "For the Winter" and um, it was part one and part two, and it was basically a, a freestyle acapella um, video where different rappers from different parts of New York would come freestyle, and then we record and then just you know put it out. And working with artists was pretty was was a pretty good thing. The only thing about it is, you know, when you make when you make scheduling with people and you tell them come at this time. Mm-hmm you know, people gotta, you know, people, people have lives, you know, I'm not trying to say people just flake, but, you know, some, some things come up, and then we, you know, we go out all the way here for no reason, and it's, it, 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 uh, it slows things down, but for the most part, the creative process of, of recording somebody, and, you know, seeing, seeing them happy that they're, that someone actually, I guess, you could say, care to put them on, like, a video, and, you you know just, just seeing them happy and everything and putting their craft out there mm-hmm. it's a good feeling it's just I just don't want our work as far as their work and our work to just be put in, in to be in vain where uh, maybe things aren't promoted right you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying that that's one of the things that I think that a lot of times people don't understand is you know you could do as much videos you can or do as much photos as you want but if there's no promotion behind it you know what what's the saying? If a if a tree falls into in the woods and there's no one and around, no, yeah, 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 does, does someone does, does anyone hear it? Does it make a sound or something like that? Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is when it comes to promoting yourself and you know working with artists and seeing that okay, yeah. I'm doing this video for you, but are you going to
0: move like you're going to promote it? Yeah. Are you going to put it on your page? Yeah, exactly.
1: Like you know, but other than that, working with artists is really cool. You know, other videographers, I love seeing their vision and everything, mm-hmm. seeing what they could provide to the you know to the table and everything I don't mind work as long as you're coming in you know with a creative head and there's no ego involved I, I work with anybody you know video or photo yeah you know.
0: nah I seem I, I have an issue with that cause like I, I feel like I'm the director if I'm mm-hmm. making something if I'm making a video and I'm the one who like controls everything you're right. the artist you hired me for this reason I told you like what I'm creating mm-hmm. you're not gonna tell me what to do like you're right. going to like if you don't like it, you can tell me. You don't like it and you want to try it this way. We can try it that way. Mm-hmm. But I'm the director. I'm the one who's making the video. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do it like my way. Right. I don't care what you have to say. I that's you. why you're paying me. Right. So like I don't know. I feel like like I want people who are actually more passionate mm-hmm. and like they'll give me like, "Hey, I don't like the way this shot came out. Can we do it again?" Right. Like I don't mind that. Right. But I just want people who are like passionate about what they're making and what they want.
1: I feel you. I I, I totally I, I I could get with that because a lot of times there are a lot of people that, you know, you have a certain vision and then the artist may yo yo can we do it this way? But dude, and and it kind of throws the, it throws like the idea off the initial idea, especially if we're the ones that's bringing the idea to you, mm-hmm. and then it comes out good, and then at the last second, can we do this? And it kind of. I I, I could definitely see where you're coming from. I could definitely see that, man.
0: Because, like, the guy who I said I'm doing the free music video for, like, Mm -hmm. he already had music videos lined up for him. But Mm -hmm. I was just like, yo, like, you you show love sometimes, so, like, I'll do a free music video for you. And, like, he was like, all right, what song do you want to do? And I said, give me, like, a week. I'll figure out the song I want. And then give me, like, another week or two, and I'm going to write down, like, a whole script for the video. And then after that, we could just meet up and talk about it. And then... It's free, so like you're not really caring about what
1: I do with it. You just want the video, and then once we put the video out, that's it. Right. You can't argue with free, man. You can't (laughs) argue with free. You can't argue with someone that's actually putting in that hard work and dedication to make sure that they get a quality product. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's that's good right there. I wouldn't mind doing that, like you know, start doing free videos for people. But people gotta understand that they have to really be, you know, dedicated to. You know, Uh, mm -hmm. that project, you know, because I always want to put a top quality product out no matter what I do. So, Mm -hmm. you know,
0: the one thing I do struggle with is people don't like the scheduling, like you said earlier. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing I really do struggle with. And I hate it when people be like, just tell me when you're free. It's like, I'm not free. Like, you just, we have to set a date. If we don't set a date, we can't get together. Right. Like, that's one of the issues that I struggle with too. I feel you.
1: Sometimes I'm guilty of telling people like like what's your schedule because I never try to for the most part I'm usually free as as far as like after work I usually like I usually end work like after like 12 p.m. because mm-hmm. I work very early but for the most part I I have a thing of always putting it on them as far as see what when their schedule is free because if I don't want to give a certain date and then they don't you know fall through or, mm-hmm. or and i i've left i'm left hanging so i'd rather it be put on you 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 choose what time whatever and then i'll come to you because a lot of times we've been trying to make dates where i'll say a specific date and then the date comes something comes up something you know they don't want to do it anymore and it's like you know like it's whatever man but have, i understand
0: have you guys ever thought about like making contracts with people about music videos and stuff like that or no uh
1: we thought about it like because um as far as the music video department that's more of um um mickey's like um, one of the one of the um the owners of tm3 that's one of his um departments he's really into making videos more like in the music video department that's Uh his passion but that's something that we should look into i think that's a good idea because a lot of times you know we may do projects or and if somebody doesn't come through and we have a a legally binding contract or something goes left then you know at least it could be something that could be shown in court or something you know it's always good to to have some type of trail you know for for their sake and our sake, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why there's no he say she say when it comes to business and just anything. So,
0: that's uh, another thing like uh I learned that uh this did, I was in a in a music video the other like I'm gonna say like a month or two ago mm-hmm. and like I was the photographer, but I knew who the rapper was and like we go back from like high school. Mm-hmm. And then he wanted me in the video, but I was also like Getting to know the director, and, like, we were getting... I don't know if you ever
1: heard of him, but, like, uh, his name's, like, Director Gambino. It sounds familiar, but I haven't had to see, like, a video, but is he... He's a a Bronx director, or is he just kind of... I believe he's a Bronx director, but I don't know, like, where
0: he's originally from.
1: Okay, okay. I'll check him out. But...
0: Uh, I spoke to him and then like the way how he handles everything or like when people cause like he's pretty big mm-hmm. and the way he handles it is just like you didn't make a deposit so that's it like we're not talking
1: yeah
0: I'm, I'm not making up ideas for you I'm not doing anything unless you make a deposit if you haven't made a deposit I'm not doing anything I'm
1: not even gonna continue speaking to you well that that, that, that is a good that's a good way of doing business because at the end of the day if you have a deposit that means that you Definitely want something done, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. me, you telling me, oh drew i need I need a video from you, I want to do do a video with you, and then I'm sitting there yeah i'm I'm doing the treatment, I'm writing down stuff, I'm p- picking out locations, and then at the last second, oh, I don't want to do it no more. It's like, yeah, you're wasting my time, so at least if the deposit is down, you know there's a level of I'm taking this very serious, and mm-hmm. you know now now, my interest is peaked now now i got now I get to Really sit down and make sure that this is right, but it that's a that's a smart that's a smart business idea. You know, I think people should do that.
0: Yeah, because like I feel again for me, like with photography, I I don't get a lot of clients or anything, and then I just tell them straight up, if you want this date, you have to put a, at least fifty percent down, mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh, I'll I'll find
1: someone else, and I'm like,
0: all right, that's not a problem.
1: Yeah. See, y- usually, like when it comes to like clients, a lot of times. I I did have a problem with that in in the early stages of getting into, like, you know, trying to find business as far as doing photography. Because a lot of people, I would tell them, you know, um, for this amount of hours is this, you know, you have to pay this much Mm -hmm. on this particular day. If it's a holiday, it may cost a little more because I'm coming out, you know, during a major holiday to take photos for you. And a lot of times people would agree with the whole deposit aspect of it. But a lot of times, especially living around here, like in the Bronx, a lot of times people don't want to take that commitment. A lot of times they'd rather get, you know, homeboy across the street that owns an iPhone just to take photos, and then their photos come out bad, and then they come in me, oh, I should have got you. And then mm-hmm. it's like, well, you should have did business the proper way, and things would have been, you know. And, and it's not like you charge a crazy price, you know what I'm saying? There's photographers that charge thousands of dollars just for them to even for you to even talk to them you have to probably put like a maybe a a five a 200 to 500 deposit down to even talk to them so Mm -hmm. you know if you're charging 200 or 100 dollars depending on what type of shoot it is for a thing for for a photo shoot i think people should take that into consideration and respect your you know your business and try to you know accommodate but Mm -hmm. you know some people don't have that that way of looking at things i guess like
0: i have this one rule that i just set up is uh if you hit me up
1: you're paying me if i hit you up it's free you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. it i could get with that it's been a it, i i do that once in a while certain rappers that we interview mm-hmm. on, on the on the dj zero who's up next that um if i hit them up i usually would say yo i'll do a first shoot free shoot for you because i appreciate your music and i you know i see it that person may not have a lot of photos and stuff like that, so I try to help out, you know what I'm saying? But for people that hit me up, you know, definitely you have to come with some with some type of, you know, paper to, you know, talk to me, you mm-hmm. know? But
0: Do you do, you do
1: trades? Like, uh,
0: I wouldn't say, it's more of, like, like, not rappers per se, but, mm-hmm. like, an artist or someone who's, like, a painter or something. Like, oh, what do you call it? I want photos, and then... They'll be like, "Oh, I'll paint something and then I'll give it to you." Would
1: you do things like that, like trades? Uh, I did trades a few times. Like recently, I um, it was a dude that he um, he had he was trying to sell records, like old vinyl records, mm-hmm. and you know, he wanted to take some professionally shot photos of his vinyls and you know on you know on display that he was going to sell at like a at some like yard sale or something. Yeah. And he didn't have really money to pay me, so what he's did was he said yo if you come and shoot this for me i'll give you three vinyls any any choice yeah and um i think i took a a beach boys album i took a smith's album and i believe i took a rick james album Mm. and that was our trade you know yeah uh other than that sometimes people who have like certain little upcoming little clothing lines or something and they want to take you know a shot of you know their clothes or whatever a lot of times they'll either give me like a hat a dad hat or some a shirt or something so yeah i, I do make trades once in a while depending on you know how my relationship with them if i kind of kind of know them or if i know that maybe this is a, a reputable person that i know that once i do that the trade will happen i yeah. don't want to be left hanging so yeah I, I will i will do that yeah no problem
0: All Right. uh Talk. Let's talk about you working with Triple M.
1: <laughs> oh man, yo, that <laughs> that goes back like a few years. Uh, I've been, I've been. How did I start with them? I, I want to say, um, Mickey. He hit me up. I, it was about maybe like f- maybe four years ago when, when they first started, and um, they needed a. They wanted to do a prof- like a promotional shoot, and. At the time, you know, that's when I just kind of just started getting out of um, photography school. Yeah, and I guess Mickey must have noticed that, you know, on my Instagram and on my Facebook that I, you know I'm my photos, and I guess he appreciated them. And he randomly hit me up one day, saying, "Yo, Drew, man, like, can you do a shoot for me, man? I see that you're doing some 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 nice some nice stuff on IG." And I was like, "Yeah, man, I got you." So we went to his house. It was mo. Um, Mickey um, our bartender Javoy and at the time it was uh who else was there? I forgot who else was there but um yeah anyway point, point being we had a, a successful shoot and everything and you know they really did like the photos and Mickey randomly said yo man like I see you doing your thing man like why, why don't you join us man like <laughs> you know like and I was like what do you mean? He said, "Yo, like this tier three thing. Like we, we we just started it. It's, it's a, you know, we do party we do parties. You know, photography, bartending, DJing at, at a at an affordable price." And I was like, eh, "That that actually be a good look for me, cause like you know, it's a way for me to go out more and like kind of get my social skills up, because that's mm-hmm. one thing I, I felt that was lacking was, uh, going up to people and talking to them." I felt that was something that I always kind of struggled with, and like when I was younger. So I kind of looked at it as a thing of to help them out because those are, like Mickey I knew for years, like uh, previous, and also it was a way for me to improve my photography skills, especially event photography because that's a, that's a that's a big market that you know a lot of photographers you know um, do participate in. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we've been doing this for about uh, about. Four Four or five years, and for the most part, it's been a really good um, experience. It's, I haven't, I have I haven't had any bad experiences with the members individually. It, mm-hmm. Usually, there's always been problems at the at event? the at the <laughs> event. Where, but you know, it, it never something very very serious. But it's always been maybe a lack of communication on maybe uh, the the um, the person hosting the party and one of our, you know. One of our members, or something like that, or something, something to do with maybe them uh, lacking on payment, but nothing, nothing too crazy. But you know, I enjoyed my time there. I, I really did enjoy my time mm-hmm. um, working with them. You know, I still do because yeah, I'm still part of them. So yeah, you know, yo, shout out to them. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I feel a certain type of way because like, I don't
0: like it that. Like I again, we've we you just said this previously. Like people do have lives. Like I have a job because I don't have a side income. Mm -hmm. So like that job is what provides like for me to pay my bills. And like when I joined TM Three, I was like, okay, this is something like a side gig. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like my time wasn't being respected Mm because it was just like, oh, are you free here? And then like they'll have events set up, and I'm just like, how come you didn't tell me this two weeks in advance so I could take off from work so I can do this, Mm -hmm. like. There was one time, I I, uh, think it was a, what was it? Uh, Not a bar mitzvah. What is it called? When baptized, a baptism. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I called out of work that day, and I was like, yo, I don't mind doing that, but, like, just tell me in advance. Because clearly this event was already planned, but Mm -hmm. you didn't tell me. Right. And, like, when you do music videos or anything like that, it was just like, yo, tell me in advance. Right. That's all I wanted, and like, then once that happened, like, I never got hit up. I never got told anything. So I was just like,
1: I don't know if like I'm part of the group or not. Yeah. Like, as far as like <laughs> the, you know, I, I did suffer from that too. Like, there's been times where people would tell me things, like, times where you know, I'm not trying sure to put them on blast because they mm-hmm. know, they know I'll say, you know, I have no problem telling them, you know, in in their face or whatever. You know, I I, I love all of them but there's been times where i felt that things were told at the last second for me, and, yeah. a, and a, that's not a thing that I like doing. Like, they, they understand that I get... Ve- I, that's one thing I do not like when people tell me things at the very, very, very last second, where, you know, or I got to find it through somebody else that has no real, like, connection with them, and it'd be like, oh, you, oh this guy didn't tell you? And it's like, no, like, especially if I'm one of the main... I guess I don't say the main reasons, but if someone says they want photography and a DJ, and I'm the last person to figure out that they wanted photography and a DJ, I, like like if I don't know that I'm needed within maybe a week, and they tell me a few days before the event, it's sort of like, yo man, what if I had something to do? What if I had to shoot, you know? Or what what if I just didn't feel like doing it? You know what I'm saying? I still ha- should have a say. Yeah. But. For the most part, I always try my best to make to these events unless it's something like dire or something that is out of my control. Even if Mm -hmm. it is last second, I'll tell them like, you know, you know I don't like last second stuff, but you my guys and I don't want to stiff you, pause. (laughs) I don't want to make sure that that you guys are are out there just hanging and I don't want, you know, I know Mickey is not really a photographer, like a true photographer. Yeah. So I don't want the clients to get anything lackluster, Mm -hmm. you know, so i would try to make make it my you know make it my mission to make sure that us as a unit is you know is presented in the best possible light. so that's why i try to make as many events as i can but that's one thing i will say that the the timing as far as scheduling sometimes do not be up to par the way i would like it to be but i still love them you know i yeah. still appreciate you know what they've you know, done for me, and you know the times that we, good times we had, or, or the good times we are having. So yeah, no, I definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. It's just like that's the way how I felt. Yeah, that's all it is. As far as I know, I think you, I think you're still part of it. You know, because I haven't spoken to them like, you know, in depth in a long time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But as far as I know, like you're you're still you're still down. I think if if something does come up, you know, because we haven't done anything. You know, the last thing that we've done was a, a wedding, like, a, I think a few months ago as a teen, mm-hmm. and I think that was when I hit you up, Yeah, and that was, like, maybe, like, two weeks, that was, like, before, two weeks, yeah, yeah, two weeks before, and I guess something came up, and then I had, I had knee surgery or something at the time, mm-hmm. so I couldn't do it, but, you know, they did, they were able to get somebody else, Justin Pagan, which he's a good, he's a very good photographer as well, you guys should check him out, and, um, yeah, he, um, he came through and he, he did his thing, but, i did wish i was there but like i said out of out of my out of my power so yeah you
0: you couldn't do anything about that right anything any advice on being like a freelancer and figuring out
1: like your pricing see as far (laughs) as as far as like being a freelancer it depends on like i'm not i try not to base it by the well you kind of do like i would say you have to understand the person that's asking you if you're a person that's i don't want to say is living in a a low income area if you're in an area that's low income you know of course you can't really charge them something tremendously crazy the way that you may want to like as far as you feel the value of your work should be valued at if you really want the work that bad you may have to just negotiate with them and see what's good for them you don't want to you don't want to um undercut yourself and you know give some crackhead price but at the same mm-hmm. time you do want to let them know you're getting a top quality product so i expect some type of a pretty you know some adequate payment out of what i'm doing mm-hmm. and a lot of times you know when you work with people and you and you let them know you show them what other photographers are charging and then you, you let them know there's a middle ground and i try to stay within that middle ground mm-hmm. usually that middle ground usually gets people to go like, yeah i'll do it you know what i'm saying yeah. now other clients like let's say if I'm maybe at a at a very like upscale function like a like a dinner party in Manhattan or something and I'm dealing with maybe a different type of clientele and I tell them maybe a certain price and then I'll still tell them what photographers are still charging but I go in a little of a little higher bracket yeah and a lot of times they will agree you know they will be like oh that's that's still good I'll do that but mm-hmm. it depends on who's you know what type of clientele you're dealing with it it should be different until you get to a certain i guess esteem where if people want want you they're gonna have to pay this price no matter what but if you're an upcoming freelance photographer or if you're a freelance photographer that's like i guess still trying to find his or her way to make money just try to study what study which people are coming to you and try to make your prices based off of what um they can afford in a sense you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to like push them away with some something crazy, but you like I said, you don't want to also undercut yourself. That's the you want to find that middle point. That's the mm-hmm. important thing.
0: I mean, I sometimes struggle with that. At least video wise, not photography wise, because mm-hmm. like I'm not confident enough in my videos yet. I and- feel you.
1: The same same with me, man. Same <laughs> same with me. But I don't think I'm gonna really gonna take video that serious until you know I really buckle down on editing. I think that's where. The main thing is is editing, you know? Mm -hmm. Editing and also getting your understanding, like, cinematography and understanding, you know, the different um, storytelling aspects as far as doing a video. That's that's what, you know, I need to work on as far as editing and video production.
0: I mean, all it takes is practice, right?
1: Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's all it takes, man. practice and just uh, not giving up, you know? That's one thing.
0: Because, like... uh... Well, this is like i'm not i'm not talking like i don't want to talk about myself but like when i started doing youtube i didn't know what i wanted to do Mm -hmm. and then like i started doing like a little tutorials and like actually one of my videos like hit a thousand views and i was just like why did this one hit a thousand but like the video that i put the most effort in and i was just like that's weird like i didn't really tell a story and like But I guess I gave a lot of information in that one video than I Mm -hmm. did in the other ones. And I guess that's why I did better than the other ones. But it was just like, it was weird. And
1: like, I I didn't understand it. (laughs) You know, a lot of people do enjoy, you know, like tutorials are like one of the biggest, you know, things on YouTube. You know, a lot of people are quick to find more tutorials than actually look up, I guess, projects, if that makes sense, like Mm -hmm. actual things. You know, a lot of times you may have to build your your video presence by maybe doing tutorials and then people will start looking into your you know what, what you can really do but you know that is good that you reached a thousand views a lot of people you know be putting be making videos for months and won't even net a thousand you know they may net a thousand after like 30 videos together <laughs> but a thousand and one mm-hmm. for one video that, that, that's that's respectable yeah that's one thing uh
0: do you want to tell me any people who inspire you like top 3 people who inspire you and why
1: top 3 um it could be any creative it doesn't have to be photography video anything anybody in general anybody in general okay as far as cinematography as far as just just in in film and everything mm-hmm. stanley kubrick uh I, I always loved his way of cinematography and how he how his cinematography with would damn near tell a story with one shot of how he would set up a scene could tell so much without words or anything just how the camera was positioned and the uh the alignment and everything i I always respected his his style of um filming um who else um as far as um a lot of people like sleep on him but as far as like like music videos and everything i always i always like took a very big appreciation i t- always took a lot of appreciation for um hype williams mm-hmm. you know because he's been doing this for almost like 30 like like what like 20 25 years like doing like high budget music videos you know from all your favorites and i always liked the fact that he put so much effort into his videos and you know i, I don't know if he's been you know been doing videos now you know due to the fact that you know how YouTube is you know anybody could pick up a camera and you know do almost the same type of editing he's doing but mm-hmm. maybe on a lower budget or maybe just all these programs After Effects and Premiere and everything so I like I don't know if he's doing things now but you know, I I do look up to Hype Williams and um another creative I would you know altogether I would still say probably Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Kanye West is like the ultimate creative. I feel I I think music, um, fashion. Even though like fashion, I I don't really dig his fashion too much, but yeah. I do respect the fact that he has his hands in different um avenues and he takes it very serious. You know mm-hmm. w- whether if I like it or not, I just respect someone who actually puts a hundred and thirty percent into what they do, and I think Kanye West is like is unmatched and doing all three things fashion music and and i think he does yeah he does do like film like uh film projects as well and i I do respect that those are the three yeah those are the three people i really respect
0: yeah all right tell everyone where they can find you like on social media um
1: all right i got you uh (laughs) on uh ig um instagram you can follow me at impels that's i-m-p-e-l-s um, on Facebook you can follow me at inspirable um GFX. That's my um my Facebook photography page. Um if you wanna follow me on Snapchat which I do not use but if you want to follow me on there <laughs> uh, it's restore power uh spelled how it is. Um yeah, uh yeah just hit me up man. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a, a person that you know ignores people. I always hit you I always hit people back up you know I always willing to work for anybody so yeah just hit me up man
0: alright it's great having you bro thanks man thanks for having right. me no problem man if you made it to the end and enjoyed don't forget to subscribe or follow to be updated when I post a new episode post a screenshot if you enjoyed the episode on Instagram Instagram page is Chris double underscore talks or you can like the Facebook page Chris Talks Hope you guys enjoy. See you next week.